Section 12 of An Essay Concerning Human Understanding, Book 2, by John Locke. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Chapter 17 of Infinity 1. He that would know what kind of idea it is to which we give the name of infinity cannot do it better than by considering to what infinity is by the mind more immediately attributed, and then how the mind comes to frame it. Finite and infinite seem to me to be looked upon by the mind as the modes of quantity and to be attributed primarily in their first designation only to those things which have parts and are capable of increase or diminution by the addition or subtraction of any of the least part and such are the ideas of space duration and number which we have considered in the foregoing chapters it is true that we cannot but be assured that the great god of whom and from whom are all things is incomprehensibly infinite but yet when we apply to that first and supreme being our idea of infinite in our weak and narrow thoughts we do it primarily in respect to his duration and ubiquity and i think more figuratively to his power wisdom and goodness and other attributes which are properly inexhaustible and incomprehensible etc for when we call them infinite we have no other idea of this infinity but what carries with it some reflection on and imitation of that number or extent of the acts or objects of god's power wisdom and goodness which can never be supposed so great or so many which these attributes will not always surmount and exceed let us multiply them in our thoughts as far as we can with all the infinity of endless number i do not pretend to say how these attributes are in god who is infinitely beyond the reach of our narrow capacities they do without doubt contain in them all possible perfection but this i say is our way of conceiving them and these our ideas of their infinity Two finite then and infinite being by the mind looked on as modifications of expansion and duration the next thing to be considered is how the mind comes by them as for the idea of finite there is no great difficulty the obvious portions of extension that affect our senses carry with them into the mind the idea of finite and the ordinary periods of succession whereby we measure time and duration as hours days and years are bounded lengths the difficulty is how we come by those boundless ideas of eternity and immensity since the objects we converse with come so much short of any approach or proportion to that largeness three every one that has any idea of any stated length of space as a foot finds that he can repeat that idea and joining it to the former make the idea of two feet 
and by the addition of a third three feet and so on without ever coming to an end of his addition whether of the same idea of a foot or if he pleases of doubling it or any other idea he has of any length as a mile or diameter of the earth or the orbis magnus for whichsoever of these he takes and how often soever he doubles or any otherwise multiplies it he finds that after he has continued this doubling in his thoughts and enlarged his idea as much as he pleases he has no more reason to stop nor is one jot nearer the end of such addition than he was at first setting out the power of enlarging his idea of space by farther additions remaining still the same he hence takes the idea of infinite space four this i think is the way whereby the mind gets the idea of infinite space it is a quite different consideration to examine whether the mind has the idea of such a boundless space actually existing since our ideas are not always proof of the existence of things but yet since this comes here in our way i suppose i may say that we are apt to think that space in itself is actually boundless to which imagination the idea of space or expansion of itself naturally leads us for it being considered by us either as the extension of body or as existing by itself without any solid matter taking it up for of such a void space we have not only the idea but i have proved as i think from the motion of body its necessary existence it is impossible the mind should be ever able to find or suppose any end of it or be stopped anywhere in its progress in this space how far soever it extends its thoughts any bounds made with body even adamantine walls are so far from putting a stop to the mind in its farther progress in space and extension that it rather facilitates and enlarges it for so far as that body reaches so far no one can doubt of extension and when we are come to the utmost extremity of body what is there that can be put a stop and satisfy the mind that it is at the end of space when it perceives that it is not nay when it is satisfied that body itself can move into it for if it be necessary for the motion of body that there should be an empty space though ever so little here amongst bodies and if it be possible for body to move in or through that empty space nay it is impossible for any particle of matter to move but into an empty space the same possibility of a body's moving into a void space beyond the utmost bounds of body as well as into a void space interspersed amongst bodies will always remain clear and evident the idea of empty pure space whether within or beyond the confines of all bodies being exactly the same differing not in nature though in bulk and there being nothing to hinder body from moving into it so that wherever the mind places itself by any thought either amongst or remote from all bodies it can in this uniform idea of space nowhere find any bounds any end and so 
necessarily concludes it by the very nature and idea of each part of it to be actually infinite five as by the power we find in ourselves of repeating as often as we will any idea of space we get the idea of immensity so by being able to repeat the idea of any length of duration we have in our minds with all the endless addition of number we come by the idea of eternity for we find in ourselves we can no more come to an end of such repeated ideas than we can come to the end of number which every one perceives he cannot but here again it is another question quite different from our having an idea of eternity to know whether there were any real being whose duration has been eternal and as to this i say he that considers something now existing must necessarily come to something eternal but having spoke of this in another place i shall say here no more of it but proceed on to some other considerations of our idea of infinity six if it be so that our idea of infinity begot from the power we observe in ourselves of repeating without end our own ideas it may be demanded why do we do not attribute infinite to other ideas as well as those of space and duration since they may be as easily or as often repeated in our minds as the other and yet nobody ever thinks of infinite sweetness or infinite whiteness though he can repeat the idea of sweet or white as frequently as those of a yard or a day to which i answer all the ideas that are considered as having parts and are capable of increasing by the addition of any equal or less parts afford us by their repetition the idea of infinity because with this endless repetition there is continued an enlargement of which there can be no end but in other ideas it is not so for to the largest idea of extension or duration that i at present have the addition of any the least part makes an increase but to the perfectest idea i have of the widest whiteness if i add another of a less or equal whiteness and of a whiter than i have i cannot add the idea it makes no increase and enlarges not my idea at all and therefore the different ideas of whiteness etc are called degrees for those ideas that consist of parts are capable of being augmented by every addition of the least part but if you take the idea of white which one parcel of snow yielded yesterday to our sight and another idea of white from another part of snow you see to-day and put them together in your mind they embody as it were and run into one and the idea of whiteness is not at all increased and if we add a less degree of whiteness to a greater we are so far from increasing that we diminish it those ideas that consist not of parts cannot be augmented to what proportion men please or be stretched beyond what they have received by their senses but space duration and number being capable of increase by repetition 
leave in the mind an idea of endless room for more nor can we conceive anywhere a stop to a farther addition or progression and so those ideas alone lead our minds towards the thought of infinity seven though our idea of infinity arise from the contemplation of quantity and the endless increase the mind is able to make in quantity by the repeated additions of what portions thereof it pleases yet i guess we cause great confusion in our thoughts when we join infinity to any supposed idea of quantity the mind can be thought to have and so discourse or reason about an infinite quantity for instance an infinite space or an infinite duration for our idea of infinity being as i think an endless growing idea by the idea of any quantity the mind has being at that time terminated in that idea for be it as great as it will it can be no greater than it is to join infinity to it is to adjust a standard measure to a growing bulk and therefore i think it is not an insignificant subtlety if i say that we are carefully to distinguish between the idea of the infinity of space and the idea of a space infinite the first is nothing but a supposed endless progression of the mind over what repeated ideas of space it pleases but to have actually in the mind the idea of a space infinite is to suppose the mind already passed over and actually to have a view of all those repeated ideas of space which an endless repetition can never totally represent to it which carries in it a plain contradiction eight this perhaps will be a little plainer if we consider it in numbers the infinity of numbers to the end of whose addition everyone perceives there is no approach easily appears to anyone that reflects on it but how clear soever this idea of the infinity of number be there is nothing yet more evident than the absurdity of the actual idea of an infinite number whatsoever positive ideas we have in our minds of any space duration or number let them be ever so great they are still finite but when we suppose an inexhaustible remainder from which we remove all bounds and wherein we allow the mind an endless progression of thought without ever completing the idea there we have our idea of infinity which though it seems to be pretty clear when we consider nothing else in it but the negation of an end yet when we would frame in our minds the idea of an infinite space or duration that idea is very obscure and confused because it is made up of two parts very different if not inconsistent for let a man frame in his mind an idea of any space or number as great as he will it is plain the mind rests and terminates in that idea which is contrary to the idea of infinity which consists in a supposed endless progression and therefore i think it is that we are so easily confounded when we come to argue and reason about infinite space or duration etc 
because the parts of such an idea not being perceived to be as they are inconsistent the one side or other always perplexes whatever consequences we draw from the other as an idea of motion not passing on would perplex any one who should argue from such an idea which is not better than an idea of motion at rest and such another seems to me to be the idea of a space which is the same thing a number infinite that is of a space or number which the mind actually has and so views and terminates in and of a space or number which in a constant and endless enlarging and progression it can in thought never attain to for how large soever an idea of space i have in my mind it is no larger than it is that instant that i have it though i be capable the next instant to double it and so on in infinitum for that alone is infinite which has no bounds and that the idea of infinity in which our thoughts can find none nine but of all other ideas it is number as i have said which i think furnishes us with the clearest and most distinct idea of infinity we are capable of for even in space and duration when the mind pursues the idea of infinity it there makes use of the ideas and repetitions of numbers as of millions and millions of miles or years which are so many distinct ideas kept best by number from running into a confused heap wherein the mind loses itself and when it has added together as many millions etc as it pleases of known lengths of space or duration the clearest idea it can get of infinity is the confused incomprehensible remainder of endless addable numbers which affords no prospect of stop or boundary ten it will perhaps give us a little further light into the idea we have of infinity and discover to us that it is nothing but the infinity of number applied to determinate parts of which we have in our minds the distinct ideas if we consider that number is not generally thought by us infinite whereas duration and extension are apt to be so which arises from hence that in number we are at one end as it were for there being in number nothing less than an unit we there stop and are at an end but in addition or increase of number we can set no bounds and so it is like a line whereof one end terminating with us the other is extended still forwards beyond all that we can conceive but in space and duration it is otherwise for in duration we consider it as if this line of number were extended both ways to an inconceivable undeterminate and infinite length which is evident to any one that will but reflect on what consideration he hath of eternity which i suppose he will find to be nothing else but the turning this infinity of number both ways a part ante and a parte post as they speak for when we would consider eternity a parte ante what do we but b 
beginning from ourselves and the present time we are in repeat in our minds the ideas of years or ages or any other assignable portion of duration past with a prospect of proceeding in such addition with all the infinity of number and when we would consider eternity a parte post we just after the same rate begin from ourselves and reckon by multiplied periods yet to come still extending that line of number as before and these two being put together are that infinite duration we call eternity which as we turn our view either way forwards or backwards appears infinite because we still turn that way the infinite end of number namely the power still of adding more eleven the same happens also in space wherein conceiving ourselves to be as it were in the centre we do on all sides pursue those indeterminable lines of number and reckoning any way from ourselves a yard mile diameter of the earth or orbis magnus by the infinity of number we add others to them as often as we will and having no more reason to set bounds to those repeated ideas than we have to set bounds to number we have that indeterminable idea of immensity twelve and since in any bulk of matter our thoughts can never arrive at the utmost divisibility therefore there is an apparent infinity to us also in that which has the infinity also of number but with this difference that in the former considerations of the infinity of space and duration we only use addition of numbers whereas this is like the division of an unit into its fractions wherein the mind also can proceed in infinitum as well as in the former additions it being indeed both the addition still of new numbers though in the addition of the one we can have no more the positive idea of a space infinitely great than in the division of the other we can have the idea of a body infinitely little our idea of infinity being as i may say a growing or figurative idea still in a boundless progression that we can stop nowhere thirteen though it be hard i think to find any one so absurd as to say he has the positive idea of an actual infinite number the infinity whereof lies only in a power still of adding any combination of units to any former number and that as long and as much as one will the like also being in the infinity of space and duration which power leaves also to the mind room for endless additions yet there be those who imagine they have positive ideas of infinite duration and space it would i think be enough to destroy any such positive idea of infinite to ask him that has it whether he could add to it or no which would easily show the mistake of such a positive idea we can i think have no positive idea of any space or duration which is not made up and commensurate to repeated numbers of feet or yards or days and years 
which are the common measures whereof we have the idea in our minds and whereby we judge of the greatest of those sorts of quantities and therefore since an infinite idea of space or duration must needs be made up of infinite parts it can have no other infinity than that of number capable still of further addition but not an actual positive idea of a number infinite for i think it is evident that the addition of finite things together as are all lengths whereof we have the positive ideas can never otherwise produce the idea of infinite than as number does which consisting of additions of finite units one to another suggests the idea of infinite only by a power we find we have of still increasing the sum and adding more of the same kind without coming one jot nearer to the end of such progression fourteen they who would prove their idea of infinite to be positive seem to me to do it by a pleasant argument taken from the negation of an end which being negative the negation of it is positive he that considers that the end is in body but the extremity or superficies of that body will not perhaps be forward to grant that the end is a bare negative and he that perceives the end of his pen is black or white will be apt to think that the end is something more than a pure negation nor is it when applied to duration the bare negation of existence but more properly the last moment of it but if they will have the end to be nothing but the bare negation of existence i am sure they cannot deny but the beginning is the first instant of being and is not by anybody conceived to be a bare negation and therefore by their own argument the idea of eternal a parte ante or of a duration without a beginning is but a negative idea fifteen the idea of infinite has i confess something of positive in all those things we apply to it when we would think of infinite space or duration we at first step usually make some very large idea as perhaps of millions of ages or miles which possibly we double and multiply several times all that we thus amass together in our thoughts is positive and the assemblage of a great number of positive ideas of space or duration but what still remains beyond this we have no more a positive distinct notion of than a mariner has of the depths of the sea where having let down a large portion of his sounding line he reaches no bottom whereby we know the depth to be so many fathoms and more but how much the more is he hath no distinct notion at all and could he always supply new line and find the plummet always sinking without ever stopping he would be something in the posture of the mind reaching after a complete and positive idea of infinity in which case let this line be ten or one thousand fathoms long it equally discovers what is beyond it and gives only this confused and comparative idea 
that this is not all but only may yet go further so much as the mind comprehends of any space it has a positive idea of but in endeavouring to make it infinite it being always enlarging always advancing the idea is still imperfect and incomplete so much space as the mind takes a view of in its contemplation of greatness is a clear picture and positive in the understanding but infinite is still greater one then the idea of so much is positive and clear two the idea of greater is also clear but it is not a comparative idea namely the idea of so much greater as cannot be comprehended and this is plainly negative not positive for he has no positive clear idea of the largeness of any extension which is that sought for in the idea of infinite that has not a comprehensive idea of the dimensions of it and such nobody i think pretends to in what is infinite for to say a man has a positive clear idea of any quantity without knowing how great it is is as reasonable as to say he has the positive clear idea of the number of the sands on the seashore who knows not how many there be but only that there be more than twenty for just such a perfect and positive idea has he of an infinite space or duration who says it is larger than the extent of duration of ten one hundred one thousand or any other number of miles or years whereof he has or can have a positive idea which is all the idea i think we have of infinite so that what lies beyond our positive ideas towards infinity lies in obscurity and has the indeterminate confusion of a negative idea wherein i know i neither do nor can comprehend all i would it being too large for a finite and narrow capacity and that cannot be but very far from a positive complete idea wherein the greatest part of what i would comprehend is left out under the undeterminate intimation of being still greater for to say that having in any quantity measured so much or gone so far you are not yet at an end is only to say that the quantity is greater so that the negation of an end in any quantity is in other words only to say that it is bigger and a total negation of an end is but carrying this bigger still with you in all the progressions your thoughts shall make in quantity and adding this idea of still greater to all the ideas you have or can suppose to have of quantity now whether such an idea as that be positive i leave any one to consider sixteen i ask those who say that they have a positive idea of eternity whether their ideas of duration includes in it succession or not if it does not they ought to show the difference of their notion of duration when applied to an eternal being and to a finite since perhaps there may be others as well as i who will own to them their weakness of understanding in this point 
and acknowledge that the notion they have of duration forces them to conceive that whatever has duration is of a larger continuance today than it was yesterday if to avoid succession in external existence they return to the punctum stands of the schools i suppose they will thereby very little mend the matter or help us to a more clear and positive idea of infinite duration there being nothing more inconceivable to me than duration without succession besides that punctum stands if it signify anything being not quantum finite or infinite cannot belong to it but if our weak apprehensions cannot separate succession from any duration whatsoever our idea of eternity can be nothing but of infinite succession of moments of duration wherein anything does exist and whether anyone has or can have a positive idea of an actual infinite number i leave him to consider till his infinite number be so great that he himself can add no more to it and as long as he can increase it i doubt he himself will think the idea he hath of it a little too scanty for positive infinity seventeen i think it unavoidable for every considering rational creature that will but examine his own or any other existence to have the notion of an eternal wise being who has no beginning and such an idea of infinite duration i am sure i have but this negation of a beginning being but the negation of a positive thing scarce gives me a positive idea of infinity which whenever i endeavour to extend my thoughts to i confess myself at a loss and i find i cannot attain any clear comprehension of it eighteen he that thinks he has a positive idea of infinite space will when he considers it find that he can no more have a positive idea of the greatest than he has of the least space for in this latter which seems the easier of the two and more within our comprehension we are capable only of a comparative idea of smallness which will always be less than any one whereof we have the positive idea all our positive ideas of any quantity whether great or little have always bounds though our comparative idea whereby we can always add to the one and take from the other hath no bounds for that which remains either great or little not being comprehended in our positive idea which we have lies in obscurity and we have no other idea of it but of the power of enlarging the one and diminishing the other without ceasing a pestle and mortar will as soon bring any particle of matter to indivisibility as the acutest thought of a mathematician and a surveyor may as soon with his chain measure our infinite space as a philosopher by the quickest flight of mind reach it or by thinking comprehend it which is to have a positive idea of it he that thinks on a cube of an inch diameter has a clear and positive idea of it in his mind and so can frame one of one-half one-fourth one-eighth and so on 
till he has the idea in his thoughts of something very little but yet reaches not the idea of that incomprehensible littleness which division can produce what remains of smallness is as far from his thoughts as when he first began and therefore he never comes at all to have a clear and positive idea of that smallness which is consequent to infinite divisibility nineteen every one that looks toward infinity does as i have said at first glance make some very large idea of that which he applied it to let it be space or duration and possibly he wearies his thoughts by multiplying in his mind that first large idea but yet by that he comes no nearer to the having a positive clear idea of what remains to make up a positive infinite than the country fellow had of the water which was yet to come and pass the channel of the river where he stood rusticus expectat dum transiet omnis at ili labitur et labitur in omni volubilis Evum. twenty there are some i have met with that put so much difference between infinite duration and infinite space that they persuade themselves that they have a positive idea of eternity but that they have not nor can have any idea of infinite space the reason of which mistake i suppose to be this that finding by a due contemplation of causes and effects that it is necessary to admit some eternal being and so to consider the real existence of that being as taken up and commensurate to their idea of eternity but on the other side not finding it necessary but on the contrary apparently absurd that body should be infinite they forwardly conclude that they have no idea of infinite space because they can have no idea of infinite matter which consequence i conceive is very ill collected because the existence of matter is no ways necessary to the existence of space no more than the existence of motion or the sun is necessary to duration though duration uses to be measured by it and i doubt not but that a man may have the idea of ten thousand miles square without any body so big as well as the idea of ten thousand years without any body so old it seems as easy to me to have the idea of space empty of body as to think of the capacity of a bushel without corn or the hollow of a nutshell without a kernel in it it being no more necessary that there should be existing a solid body infinitely extended because we have an idea of the infinity of space than it is necessary that the world should be eternal because we have an idea of infinite duration and why should we think our idea of infinite space requires the real existence of matter to support it when we find that we have as clear an idea of an infinite duration to come as we have of infinite duration past though i suppose nobody thinks it conceivable that anything does or has existed in that future duration 
nor is it possible to join our idea of future duration with present or past existence any more than it is possible to make the ideas of yesterday today and tomorrow to be the same or bring ages past and future together and make them contemporary but if these men are of the mind that they have clearer ideas of infinite duration than of infinite space because it is past doubt that god has existed from all eternity but there is no real matter coextended with infinite space yet those philosophers who are of opinion that infinite space is possessed by god's infinite omnipresence as well as infinite duration by his external existence must be allowed to have as clear an idea of infinite space as of infinite duration though neither of them i think has any positive idea of infinity in either case for whatsoever positive idea a man has in his mind of any quantity he can repeat it and add to it the former as easy as he can add together the idea of two days or two paces which are positive ideas of length he has in his mind and so on as long as he pleases whereby if a man had a positive idea of infinite either duration or space he could add two infinites together nay make one infinite infinitely bigger than another absurdities too gross to be confuted twenty one but yet after all this there being men who persuade themselves that they have clear positive comprehensive ideas of infinity it is fit they enjoy their privilege and i should be very glad with some others that i know who acknowledge they have none such to be better informed by their communication for i have been hitherto apt to think that the great and inextricable difficulties which perpetually involve all discourses concerning infinity whether of space duration or divisibility have been the certain marks of a defect in our ideas of infinity and the disproportion the nature thereof has to the comprehension of our narrow capacities for whilst men talk and dispute of infinite space or duration as if they had as complete and positive ideas of them as they have of the names they use for them or as they have of a yard or an hour or any other determinate quantity it is no wonder if the incomprehensible nature of the thing they discourse of or reason about leads them into perplexities and contradictions and their minds be overlaid by an object too large and mighty to be surveyed and managed by them twenty two if i have dwelt pretty long on the consideration of duration space and number and what arises from the contemplation of them infinitely it is possibly no more than the matter requires there being few simple ideas whose modes give more exercise to the thoughts of men than these do i pretend not to treat of them in their full latitude it suffices to my design to show how the mind receives them such as they are from sensation and reflection and how even the idea we have of infinity 
how remote soever it may seem to be from any object of sense or operation of our mind has nevertheless as all our other ideas its original there some mathematicians perhaps of advanced speculations may have other ways to introduce into their minds ideas of infinity but this hinders not but that they themselves as well as all the other men got the first ideas which they had of infinity from sensation and reflection in the method we have here set down end of section twelve